This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. A very happy Thursday to all of you. Welcome into On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He is Eric Strickland, Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet. We're getting the stream going. We're getting it working, so we apologize. That's normally how you catch on the block. We'll get it set up here in a few minutes. Don't worry. We're doing what we do. But anyways, if you're listening on, on the airwaves, you can still hit us up. Start our name and text line. Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. As always, we want to hear from you because we have a packed show. Nebraska football. They're throwing out metrics. What does this mean for Mickey Joseph? Thursday night football tonight between two two and four teams. Normally think it's a stinker, but who knows? These could be playoff teams. We saw it last year. The Cardinals were a playoff team. Kyler Murray got paid. We'll discuss all of that. MLB playoffs, they continue. And as you heard in the crossover with Rico, we're going to go over some NBA talk as well. So we got a packed show for us. Make sure that you guys hit us up on the Star Game text line. Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402 464 five six eight five we got rico coming in here he's helping us out with the stream so uh give us just a second we'll have you guys up on the facebook youtube twitch and twitter uh make sure that you guys can check us out here in studio see what's going on as we always do and we'll bring him in the husker hall of famer eric strickland what's going on yeah yeah it's another day it's another day man it feels good in the hey hey it feels good in Nebraska, man. Listen, yeah. the weather is wonderful outside. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. can't it. be a better Thursday. Why is it not football this weekend here in Nebraska? It would have been a great weekend for football the way that the weather is shaping hey, up Hey, well, don't jinx it, Strick. Uh, we might get some good weather for Illinois because I don't know if you looked at the 10-day forecast. Uh, no snow. So we yeah. should, over the next 10 days, it looks like our first snow. Again, I'm going to knock on wood here because I'm not a big snow fan. Uh, it looks like we might go into November before we see the I love snow, it. Which I love it, too. I so. came You've been in back. Florida. I was, yes. I was, I'd say. I came Maybe back at good luck the right time, my boy. So I'm excited about it. I am good. I feel great. Yeah. I am looking forward to a wonderful, light winter. Um, not a lot of snow. Yeah. The, I, I, again, I hope you're the good luck charm, Strick, because uh, we definitely don't want any snow here. That is for <laughs> sure. I, because, again, from Virginia, we I mean, we get a little bit of snow, but we don't get snow here. The thing about Nebraska that I've noticed, it's the cold. No, no. It's the cold that hurts. Right. It hurts your face. It's what <laughs> I call, it's what I call this, it. Nate. I call the cold of Nebraska. You, re, you, you, you go into the... You go into the uh, grocery store, which the prices are kind of, like out of control right oh, now. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Wow. In this economy. Um, but you go into the drink aisle and you look around. And this is how I think of Nebraska cold. You go into the tea section 
and you find something called brisk <laughs> iced tea. You can find brisk. Listen, brisk, yeah. it is brisk. It is that bone chiller. Now, listen, it ain't as bad as when I played for Milwaukee and we would get home nights. Like, we never oh, leave our Milwaukee gets cold. Never leave our cars out when we take a road trip. They put them in a hangar, and, they, and then what they would do is they'd have the people heat them up when, you know, prior to us landing and so forth. So at least there's some heat in it. But I tell you what, when we got off the plane, you know, the doors open mm-hmm. and you and you cool while you still kind of walking in the aisles. <laughs> you still cool. But when you hit the doorway, it's like that. Uh, oh. That brisk iced tea cold. And I'm telling you, it hits you to the bone. That's what Nebraska is. So. It's that wind, man. It ain't. Sometimes it ain't even the cold. It's the wind. When that wind hits you, that's it's the like, thing Ugh. too. Because I mean, it's so flat. Is that the wind just starts yep. whipping around and then it hits you in the face? How was Vancouver? I feel like Vancouver no. would be worse. Was Vancouver wasn't as Vancouver bad? Vancouver wasn't wasn't that bad. So because that that sounds like the the tough one to me. Vancouver is a very unique city, Nate. In that. You get close to the water, so you have water action. Is it beautiful? Is it pretty? Beautiful. Yeah. You have mountains, yeah. so you can go up into Whistler and ski. And then you have lakes where you can go and fish. And you have just all these different dynamics, like, boom, right there. You can do all the different types of stuff. So in the winter, you get some snow. You get more flurries. You get a lot of rain. It gets that Seattle-type feel to it, oh, that kind okay. of dreary, that yeah, Portland, yeah. just, ooh, days. Yeah. But for the most part, the weather is not too bad. It don't dip, like, in the 30s long. Like, it'll hang down there for a second, get some right. flurries. It'll be down. It'll turn to water. You know, it's not a lot of thick snow. Hmm. So it's pretty well, cool. I mean, for what it's You move over now, a little bit. You go to Calgary and, right. and Alberta. And then mm, it gets – well, I don't I, – yeah. that's the thing is you look at some of these NHL teams that go over that way. I – cannot imagine traveling back and forth again the thing is now you have teams in the nhl like the lightning imagine going from tampa bay to like calgary because that i mean during the winter is that must be a real slap in the face and then you got to deal with taxes like you said too which you said is a nightmare it's a double it's a double time Ooh. You get hit with the double time. <laughs> it's like 30-some percent. Oh, my gosh, oh my bro. Goodness. It's, it's, it's absolutely ludicrous. So the, did the you have two – we'll get into some Nebraska talk, but I, I'm i curious. Did you have two separate bank accounts with two separate currencies, or did you shift it every single time you traveled? Yeah. you were in Vancouver for a full season, right? Yeah, No, half. Half a season. So, okay. no, I didn't really have to do that. So, you know, their banking system, you know, kind of crosses over. Yes, you have to get a different currency. You have those those things that are working. But no, um, I just pretty much kept the same, and I, I didn't even go and set up another bank account there. I just kind of would go and you know withdraw if I needed to withdraw and do it like that. That's always blown my mind. I've never know because the bills were taken care of. My you know my dad was my business manager, so right. he kind of. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. yeah, he kind of took care of a lot of that stuff as well. Yeah. yeah, Chase B has a good point. He says, "Think of going from Arizona to Calgary in the winter." Well, Arizona is on the complete flip side though, because I went to Arizona Hot. in August, and it was. Hot, hot. But then you go to because I went to a Diamondback Diamondbacks game, but it was indoors, so it was great. Yeah, it, it was yeah, awesome. They, it was the best some, stadium been to. I still can't understand, and I understand it is a it is an advantage, but I still can't understand why the Green Bay Stadium is still not covered. It has to be an advantage. Well, it's the same reason that advantage. the Bears. Well, some I know Bears fans at least uh, hit us up if you're a Bears fan. That's I about to change. Section, four two four six four five six eight five. No, the thing is, I saw somewhere. 
I don't know if this is still going on. There was a petition from fans to keep it in Soldier Field because the stadium is so terrible, like the turf and like the grass and everything is so terrible that it's an advantage for the Bears. I but well, then people I like get know, hurt. So uh, yeah, exactly. Kind of I I know that the new the new um, plans in Arlington for, in Arlington yeah. the new plans call for a covered roof. See, I don't like that. I like how Buffalo does it too. Play to your advantage if you're in Green Bay because you practice in it too. And I'm again, I would hate to practice. I would hate to play in it. I in would general. hate it. But that's such an advantage because if you if you're Aaron Rodgers, for example, and I know it hasn't worked out recently, but if you've played your entire career in Green Bay, you know what it's like. But then say you host, I don't know who's a team that plays in St. Louis, a, a domed St. Louis, or I guess they don't have a team anymore. Say I don't know, you play no. the Cardinals. Play the Cardinals. the Cardinals or New Orleans or New Orleans exactly teams that play in a dome, you absolutely have the advantage in Facts. Lambeau. But then you have the, the the flip side of that where you can't beat the 49ers who literally are in San Francisco. So that's an advantage both, too because it's very windy. It, the wind really is next level in. Don't don't get it twisted. Northern Cali is is brisk iced tea too. <laughs> yes, I did. you I've can never, go. I've never been to San Francisco. You I've been can to San go Diego. to Cali. It's awesome, awesome. San Diego's awesome. great. Great weather. You can go. You can go to Northern Cal. Well, here's another dynamic. So, one of my close friends, Cedric Sabalas, he's been on the block with us before. Cedric uh, was was having an event, so he had a he had a um, drop top Porsche at the time. Right. I arrived during the day in L.A. on. The L.A. side, not the Valley side. The Valley side of L.A. is uniquely different than the L.A. side. I would, yeah, I would agree this with that. It's totally to different. Hell yeah. So I arrive, get out of LAX, boom, drop the bags off. He lived in Brentwood, so we went over there because okay. we would work out at, at uh, UCLA. and down Oh, the, nice. Yeah, so yeah. it was some great ball. So we, we dropped the bag, hit the street, went to a couple places, got some food. Dust came. Night came. When I arrived... I had on just a nice pair of jeans and a nice shirt, short, short sleeve because it was nice. Yeah, it's eighty degrees. You were chilling. You know? Oh, that's perfect jeans. Good, perfect, shirt weather. right? Absolutely, my guy. When that when that sun went down, I'm talking about. I was <laughs> iceberg freezing. I was like, what? how did this happen, In Cali? Yes, sir. What month was it? It is the cra- no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just 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 know that the weather changes. You 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 literally in L. A. can go from a a nice shirt with some shorts. You gotta go home and put a jacket on. And change if you, unless you like the cold. I well, I personally can't stand the cold. That was honestly one of the big things when I came here. I was like, ooh, it probably can't get that cold. Oh, it gets cold. Oh yeah. But I'll I'll get into that in a second because we can talk about that place in Nebraska's advantage. The milkman says I'm a Bears fan. I don't see the Bears advantage. They still don't win. All right, come on, milkman. I was trying to give you guys a break. Ellis Illinois says Ellis in Illinois says Bears fan here. Dome suck. Why the heck would we want a dome? That's what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, Bears fans like Soldier Field because it plays to their advantage. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand it. And I'll I'll ask you this. And I'll ask the windy the city. Line. It's a windy city. And it's for windy. A oh, and it's I mean it's brutal. I've been mm-hmm. to Chicago quite a few times. I uh, was born in Rockford, and that's one of the things I remember. It's just brutal. Hunt of Lincoln Outline Saturday name text time four zero two four six four five six eight five. I want to know what Nebraska fans think because as a team that plays in the Big Ten, would you ever want a dome over over Memorial Stadium? Because that's the way that it shifted. But would you like that? Hmm. I don't know if I would. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. You I say you don't, don't like it in Lambeau. Listen. But Nebraska, 
if you're playing into November, it can be to your advantage. Now, this year, I don't know how much it's going to be. And I don't know if you remember the Iowa game last year, Strick. It was gorgeous. I mean, it was. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I was. It was like low that. 60s. It was, yeah. it was awesome. And it, it was, was here perfect. in Lincoln. But I'm like, if you're in Nebraska, you're the perfect example that if you're trying to get some type of advantage against the teams like US, USC and UCLA, who are now coming into the Big Ten, absolutely you keep it open. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, there's definitely no plans for that. No. I, I just remember well, there's a difference between when I played, um, I would always try to find myself in the lower area bowl in the corner. That's where the athletes would, would have a spot. They now That's where the tunnel is now. It used to be kind of in the cut there. It was good because you were kind of under the bleachers. Right. You When you congregated, you didn't have to feel that briskness all the time. The wind as you much, have your yeah. parker on. You was good, but uh, I'm gonna be honest. Now, when the winter comes, I'm I'm looking for the sweet tickets. <laughs> 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 I don't want no outside smoke. We want the sweet. T- I want to get in the sweet zone. That doesn't surprise me. That's, That's where I, like I I I am or I am in a PBA. huge fan of no dome or in Pinnacle Bank or in Pinnacle Bank. Nah, I play basketball outside for all I. Care. Why do you think I chose basketball? <laughs> because it gets super cold. <laughs> well, the thing too is playing high school in Nebraska. I mean, you probably had some games where it was Ooh, brutal shoot. cold outside. Oh yeah, especially when you had to play like South. Like, look, look, no, no detriment. My boy Baz is from South, so there's no detriment to them. <laughs> v V Jackson Vershawn, the captain, is from South. Yeah. V Johnson, no, we we gave him that work out there in South. He, he <laughs> but but no, listen, when we had to when you had to play a bad team and it's like ice cold when you know you're gonna win big, and you have to stand on the sidelines because you know coach is not gonna play you the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no bueno. That's when it gets rough. That's why you got to keep the hand warmers. All right, uh, let's flip it to this uh, b- before we head to break and we get to some other stuff going on around sports. Uh, Strick, it came out that uh, Trev uh, publicized what Scott Frost metrics were. Uh, it was showing improvement. It was to get to six wins, uh, get to a bowl game, and not and not limp into the bowl game. I think was the the, the verbiage that he used there. Let me ask you this, because this got me thinking, and this came out a couple days ago, and I've had time to process, and I think all around here at the ticket, that was kind of, we were all on the same page. If there is a number, it's probably six. That sounded about right. That's what we talked about. Now that that's the case, and it's out in the open, do you think there's a number for Mickey? Because that's my biggest question now, is you obviously have one for Scott Frost, and now Mickey comes in. Obviously, the first three games are under his regime. He's not the head coach. He's made a few changes now that he's become the interim head coach. Does he have a number? What did you just say on the first one? You said the first metric was what? Say it. What? The first the metrics you just stated was, for was six stress. and six. Okay. What was the other one? And then it was that you have to make a bowl game, and then you don't you and don't then, limp your way into the six wins. Like you right. actually show improvement. There you go. That's the one that I think is a heavy metric for for uh, Mickey. Okay. Showing improvement. Now, unfortunately, Mickey really can only attest to what he's been able to do as far as what he can bring. Here's, here's some lights he can shine upon himself with what he's done. You've got the leading receiver in the nation. Mm-hmm. You brought him. You've got you've – got, um, um, a guy that you helped be a part of the process in getting in here. You worked alongside Applewhite in order to get one of the better running backs right. in the country. Right. You guys tag team that. So in Casey Thompson, I'm assuming he was in the rooms in some oh, capacity. In some capacity, you you can assume he's in the room for a lot of the the top 
recruits that that were making their way here. Right. Now, here's here's where I think he can win. Um, has Malachi Coleman said anything yet? He hasn't decided. He's close. I think if he can pull that off, I think if he can pull off a Malachi Coleman, I think if you can pull a couple early, early signees that you can point to and say, with these guys, here's how my improvement's going. So I'm showing improvement, but these all these guys aren't mine. I'm still working with what was kind of the midst of it, but I'm showing the improvement that you're asking of me. Right. And if Especially I, on the recruiting trail. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So those, those are the things he's probably going to have to shine a light on. Now, is it going to be the end-all, be-all? No, I think, he, I think he needs to make noise in order to, to make, you know, Trev and the regents and, and the decision-makers to make a decision on that. I think he has to make some noise. He needs a splash win. I, that's why I said it's right. all nuanced. There's some splashes he can make, right? If he can beat P.J. Fleck, if he can win one – if he wins two of the rival games, the Wisconsin and the Iowas, do you take a lot? I you, think I think he can he can make some noise for that. Well, let me ask you this because this is why it, that's such an interesting conversation because it's always been at least since I've been here, you just got to get over the hump with Iowa and Wisconsin. Iowa ended up winning the Big Ten West last year. Wisconsin just on the outside looking in. I would make the argument right now. Is Iowa and Wisconsin really a quality win at this point? I, I understand that you haven't beat them in, I think, seven and eight years respectively. I, I get that. I understand that. You have to get over the hump eventually. But I look at Iowa. Iowa's not a very good football team. And Wisconsin did the same thing that Nebraska did and fired their head coach. What? So what is what is the metric? So you're, you're placing you're placing higher standards. How much stock standage. are you putting into that, though? I, I place a stock on it because what does it show? Improvement. Okay. Regardless, that's fair. No, that's fair. You're 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 showing improvement in an area in which you've been very deficient in, and that's being able to win those types of games. You've had them on the ropes. You come down to the wire. Right. You haven't been able to cross over. Bad, good, indifferent. There. That's the ones that you've got to get right. I think. I think right now, uh, losing to Illinois wouldn't be bad. They're they're looking like they're, they're that good. If you beat them, woo. Now you're you're talking a whole different conversation. Now you 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 you're able to take care of them at home after right. the teams that you know the the mission the the Minnesotas and and the other the you know the other teams haven't been able to do against them. Right. You're, you're, you got you got a conversation now. Right. I just think it's so interesting because when Trev brought Scott Frost back, I think a lot to do with it was the close games was keeping it close. Of course. But Scott had been here that had kind of been. Uh, what the whole season was defined as, I think, unfortunately for Mickey, the position that he's been thrown into, I don't think he's going to get that benefit of the doubt. I think a close game against Purdue on on paper and the way that we interpret it, that they came back, it's a solid Big Ten West team, this team is already going through so much change and you're able to compete on the road, that's great. It sounds amazing, but what gave Scott Frost the benefit of the doubt is that he'd been here. He had, he had finally gotten over the hump of getting blown out, whatever have you, and then he was keeping the games close. I don't think Mickey's going to have that. No. I think, unfortunately for Mickey, he's going to have to win these games. The reason being is we got to think above and beyond just the surface of it, right, Nate? We got to think on what the brass thinks. They're going to feel we need to make a big-time hire. Oh, yeah. Right, in order to what whatever to get the energy or to whatever the fans, you know, 
if you limp out of this season. Right, right, right. No, right. we're not saying Mickey goes anywhere. I think he'll probably stay. I think there'll be some provision in I this so that he, that would, he yeah. ends up staying. But I'm hoping he can get it. I like Mickey. I think he's doing a tremendous job in what, you know, he's been able to do on such a short time that he's been given. But I just think there's other pieces of this 5D chess match that's going on that is going to unfortunately cause right. those metrics not to be in play. And it's going to be – and I think, too, it's going to be of higher standard than Scott Frost, unfortunately, yeah. because of the situation. Yeah. And and that's the, and I'm not saying it's fair or that it necessarily that it's right, but that's going to be the case. That's yeah, going to be the case. Like, I, I think, Scott, you maybe would give the benefit of, oh, like you beat one, like Wisconsin or Iowa, you're probably good. Mickey, I think to your point, Strick, he probably has to beat them both. Uh, because of what I said, like, these are down years for Wisconsin. It's nuanced, right? Like, oh, absolutely. It's so yeah. nuanced. Like, no one's going to say – you know, you, you there have an expectation for Mickey in this first year to go to Michigan and beat them. No, no, no. No, no. one's going to say would, that. I would hope not. Everyone may have been saying earlier, Illinois, yeah, but now maybe a little bit yeah, different. Yeah, maybe not. Um, but you would hope to have gotten the Purdue one. You played good. It's a road game. Listen, any road game is tough to oh, win. Oh, especially in the Big in Ten. any conference. Yeah, oh, yeah. And especially in the Big yeah. Ten. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, so listen, they, they, they fought. They could have given up at any point. They stayed in it. A couple things go their way. Maybe a couple let not turnovers. Right. Maybe one block or two. You can change the whole game. That whole game changed. Maybe that, that throw into the end zone that was butt naked, you know, <laughs> that he could have freaking, you know, I, I mean, my daughter probably, no, no, let me stop. Casey Thompson's a great quarterback. Stop. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> but, but listen, the bye week now gives some extra preparation, not only for Illinois, but just for getting better. All of that is in play for these next couple of weeks. Then, here we go, baby. You got Minnesota. You got it. You, you got. You cannot you let in the meat. The you, listen. Yeah. You, and again, what do we need to see? Improvement. Improvement in what? Improvement in line play, both offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. You want to see improvement in the run game. You just want to see areas of improvement. If it continues to be the same, that means your coaching up skills, uh, unfortunately, you know, are not being corrected, and that's why they're probably going to say a change needs to be made. Not that he's it's he's the fault of it, right? But that, that's the big thing. That's too. the thing that's going to be become a part of the issue, and I think that's what what they're looking at. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's nuanced. I'd agree. And Corey and Lincoln says uh, kind of what we've been saying is doesn't matter whatever how good Iowa and Wisconsin are. We've lost seven and eight in a row, respectively. Those are the two most important wins on the schedule. The fact that Iowa and Wisconsin are down puts a finer point on how essential it is to end those losing streaks now. Yeah, I, I think at this point, though, you it, you gotta you gotta end one. I'm with you, Strick. Yeah, it, this is this is the year to do it. I mean, Iowa is probably the worst offense in power five and wisconsin decided they were going to fire their coach Sauter Heyman text line when we come back off the break 402-464-5685 what three games do you think nebraska has a chance in winning in order to land a bowl game we want your thoughts on that 402-464-5685 when we come back out of the break we want to see what your thoughts are on the Sauter Heyman text line as well as on the stream We want to know from you. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We'll be right back on the block.